Penis, penis. <laughs> Thank you for choosing Nymphomercial, the podcast that reviews hentai both enthusiastically and regrettably. Will this be for dine-in, takeout, or delivery? Yeah, can I get a... A milk? A cake? And what do you want? A side of Juno? Okay, sounds good. That'll be four twenty and 69 cents. Pull up to the first window. But remember... You did this to yourself. Yeah, look, we have a full <laughs> intro. <laughs> but remember, two can dine for $8.99 now at Arby's. <laughs> But yeah, it's Pride Month. We're still here, still queer, still trying to persevere. Um, and we have a very furry guest today. So, you know, we're in to that good furry <laughs> shit. But I got to ask first, because, you know, we we're committed to a little bit. And I promise it's it's related to today's content. I promise. Y'all, you should have heard her just with the stage directions, like the lighting. <laughs> the catering the catering crew is like crying. She was yelling at them. Yeah. Craft services really fucked up, and I had to ask Aurora to leave the set because it was just not working out today. She's locked in her trailer, like <laughs> everything's yeah. gone to her, gone to hell. <laughs> but yeah, I want to know, y'all work food service before? I have. I worked McDonald's when I moved to Sacramento for just like two months just while getting back on my feet and then i hot dropped them went to a restaurant <laughs> damn lucky okay okay i was there for like a year and three months it was my first job ever and it was dog shit i don't recommend it they're the kind of people that they'll hire anyone you know it's an entry-level position nothing wrong with that they'll give you as many hours as you want but they just treat you like shit yeah I I did work at a pizza place, but I was uh, the position was called Doughboy, very very demeaning. <laughs> um, and basically, what it is is I have to go into what essentially is a closet with a machine in it mm-hmm. and so much flour, you're just inhaling it. And I make pizza dough and cut that into shit. Oh, so shit. I never had to deal with customers there. McDonald's was the only place I had to deal with like customers on a register for the first time, and then I went to elephant bar but everyone thought i was the manager because i like wore bow ties no one one was like mean to me that's good because as soon as someone came to like complain to the manager i'm like i'm just a host i like hannah montana it you know i had the best (laughs) of both worlds wait wait, so with all that flour around did did you ever get the white lung oh yeah 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 that's serious to this day i'm i'm like coughing up pizza bites (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah are they totinos or bagel bite shaped yeah, yeah, they're like hairballs almost. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Okay, nice. See, I worked pizza too, so I know exactly what you're talking about with the dough closet, and I worked at pizza for a number of years. I did everything from delivery driving to making pizza to answering phones to supervising. They had me just as dough boy three hours, seven days a week. So my life was dough. And like my work clothes, when I washed them, they would make dough. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, let's get this I bet this you bread. had... Like really nice arms though, because it's a a lot of work to sling dough. <laughs> Slinging that dough, dude. Mm-hmm. It was the strongest I ever have been. Yeah. Now I'm just weak <laughs> and liquidy. A two percent milk. Mm-hmm. But the reason I ask is because I brought us a something today from straight from the drive-through. Um, today we're going to be looking at Large Combo, which is a furry hentai by a duo called Gab Sheba. And Gab Sheba is actually made up of two artists, and that is Cross, who does the story, and Zerto, who does the art. Okay, sounds good. Juno, you'd say they're they've got a decent following in the furry fandom, right? Gab Sheba. Yeah, yeah, I've seen their work pop up every now and then. Like, haven't even like looked for them, but knew about them by the time I actually saw their name and you know found out that they had a more uh prominent presence i know that they sell merch they have their own website and you know you can support them in a number of ways and it all starts in the show notes yep everything's (laughs) in the show notes for you 
Um, one thing I wanted to talk about since, you know, it's still Pride Month and, of course, we're covering something that's related to Pride today. Um, this is specifically a gay comic. I know Juno and I mentioned it before in one of our episodes that we did together that predominantly 80% of the furry fandom is gay. Mm-hmm. Um, I found out some really cool statistical information about sexuality in the furry fandom. You want to hear about it? Oh, yeah. Okay. So let me preface this with um, there is a collective of scientific researchers who are furries themselves um, studying uh, the anthropology, sociology, and psychology of the furry fandom. And how they survey data is they ask um, people who are in the fandom different questions. um, And of course, like it's just to provide information for both furries and non-furries to better understand the intricacies of the fandom. Um, and so, so this is like professional yes, ufologist. Yes, professional yeah. ufologist. Um, and the website, it's super cute. It's called Fur Science, like F-U-R, science. Nice. Um, but the actual project itself is known as the International Anthropomorphic Research Project, the IARP. But they survey people every year about different aspects of the community, and they always talk about sexual orientation because that is super interesting to think about in the fandom. Um, as of summer 2020, when they did their last survey, um, from the responses that they collected, almost 29% of the fandom identifies as being lesbian, gay, or homosexual. Only 10% of the fandom is straight. 24% is bisexual. 17% is pansexual. Almost 11% is asexual. About 6% isn't sure how to define their sexuality. And 5% defines it as being something else. So, like, it's pretty pretty cool to see um, the diversity of sexualities within the furry fandom. And again, it's one of the few fandoms where it's predominantly LGBT+. So I cannot gush enough about how cool that is. Right, right. I agree. So, especially during Pride Month. That makes my, my heart very happy. Wait, 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 wait. So speaking of Pride, I keep having these issues. Can you guys just tell me... Like I keep asking everyone and I keep getting the same result. What does LGBTQIA stand for? Go ahead, answer it. Is this a bit? <laughs> no. Lesbian. Uh-huh. Gay. Okay. Bisexual. Mm-hmm. Transgender. Intersex. Asexual. Oh, you there was Q in there, so queer. Yeah, that's a problem. I, I can't get a straight answer out of anyone. Oh shit! Damn it! It was a bit. No, it wasn't. <laughs> you fuck. We're not asking you to come back again. You guys ruined the execution of it because you you were hesitant. You should have just answered. No, it. it's staying. It's staying in there like that. Boring. All right, dude. You got. You guys can't blame me if this is the your episode with the least amount of downloads. You understand? I mean, it it's going to have, have hard competition versus that other Juno episode. Oh, so. yeah. Okay, okay. <laughs> You're only competing against yourself. Shit. Okay. I'm going to um, right. self-deprecate here and be our episode with the lowest amount of notes is the the um, continuing hentai, the Princess Momo one, because nobody wants yeah. to listen to that. No, no one cares yeah, about no her one, journey. No one cares about her journey. And they don't want to know about her slaying the Oni and her meeting her friends. And that's fine. That's yeah, fine. We hear you all loud. I guess the Onis and- will just thrive. Yeah, we hear you all loud and clear. It's fine. It's whatever. Anyway, so today. No, but two siblings having sex through a hole in the wall. That gets into the thousands. Mm-hmm. Philistines. All of them. Um. Anyway, so again, Gab Sheba. We're reviewing large combo today. We're looking at this. I got some tags for y'all. Um, our tags are anal, blowjob, uh, furry, of course, glasses, thick eyebrows, kind of himbo bear type body. So, you know, good stuff. All right, let's get into it. So our comic opens with the outside of a restaurant, and not just any restaurant. It's called Bark Donald's. 
I hate. It's so good. And the dog <clears throat> mascot, it's it's the golden arches as the dog's ears. And the dog has a little bow tie. He's very dapper. And he looks like the annoying dog from Undertale. It's great. Yeah. I love that. I'm here for it. We get it. Bark Donalds. It's a, a play off Mark Donalds. Yeah. Mark Donalds, cousin of Sean Nymphomercial. McDonald's don't sponsor us. Okay. Speaking of things I hate, like... <laughs> the, the first character we see is an otter named Otto. <laughs> no, say it in Spanish. <laughs> this just... translation right oh. there. Oh, yeah. This is a bilingual comic. Um... Gab Sheba, the duo, they are from Mexico. So a lot of their work they put out in both English and Spanish, which is really cool, in my opinion. Yeah, this particular comic has the English and Spanish text in each bubble. So it's not two different versions. It's just all there for you. Anyway, what do you hate? That. Uh, naming an otter Otto in a world that, like, they're sentient, like, beings that can think for themselves. You know what? This happens a lot in the furry fandom. Like, you have a lot of, like, alliterative names, like Otto the Otter, Dig the Dog, you know. See, that's okay. Alliteration's fine. Dig the Dog, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog. But (laughs) Otto the Mm -hmm. Otter, uh, you know, like, (laughs) just Otto, Otter, like, they're too close. Is it it because he's Mexican? No. (laughs) It's not that kind of race thing. It's the species. Thing. Oh, so you don't like otters? <laughs> I love otters, but like just uh, otter, otto. It's too close, too similar. Also, for clarification, he's not a sea otter. He's a river otter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Just for that milk, you have to say the f- read the first panel, but everything in Spanish. I can't even read English half the time. Ah, come on. All right. So. We're introduced to Otto, who's working at McDonald's, and he's been here for a little while already, for a couple months. And as you feel about those food service jobs, it's it's not your first choice, but uh, you need the money. However, he chose his job for a different reason. He chose it for him. And we see Otto look over, and he's blushing, and we see a jiggly belly walking into frame. Just like in the tightest button-up shirt, mm-hmm. such dad bod. Yeah. Oh, and uh, major dad. I'll, bod. I'll mention this: they did a pretty badass job with the the logo of the dog, but the uniform they clearly used like some spot-on reference for it. Because I wore yeah. that like exact uniform. <laughs> this is oh, getting like flashbacks. It, it sucks. Like I'm actually in pain. The way it's stuck to your fur, just <laughs> yeah. the worst, right? Yeah. Would you wear the ba- the Bark Donald's uniform though now, Juno? Yeah, I wouldn't be embarrassed to wear that, like, unironically, dude. Yeah, cosplay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, Otto has a crush on his boss, and we find out his boss is this big, burly Sheba guy with, again, a dad bod. And, you know, he's wearing your typical McDonald's manager outfit of a button-up shirt and then the tie that's in the same colors as the uniform. Juno, did your manager dress like this? I don't recall i don't think so i feel like the managers that we had they they had their own kind of uniform so it wasn't quite like this if there was someone who was part of um like like a regional manager maybe they would be closer to that but nobody was that was that hunky no one had a nice barrel chest okay did anyone like come in like a leather suit with the whip and like gag you know show that they're a boss daddy <laughs> yeah yeah that's how my bosses were at my mcdonald's i don't even know where you're coming up with that one that's not a bit that's just (laughs) just my experience yeah oh yeah with the dough you never had the health inspector roll in and chaps (laughs) yeah 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 yeah. speckless chaps okay i'll tell you this speaking of which health inspector the way that this guy looks just that smile and i'm talking about the uh the manager here he runs this shit like the army i'm sure that he has a grade a for the hygiene level you know what i'm talking about he mm-hmm. looks like he gets shit done with a smile yeah yeah i love the expression work just 
yes. showed on this page alone, but I'm sure it's throughout the comic. But just in one page, we so like see so many different like various levels of cartooning style and not like super changes of style, but like proportional differences to show off the severity of the expression. It's it's pretty good. Yeah, um, we can see Otto's quite flustered by seeing his boss because he gets lewd thoughts whenever he sees him. And we see him like kind of got some little puffs of steam because he's all hot and bothered blushing. And his eyes are just little swirls, kind of like shonen gag manga reference. And he just really wants to feel his boss's dad bod belly on top of him. Like, that's what he wants. And of course, because of that, because all he can think about is his boss's dad bod belly on top of him. He keeps fucking up orders left and right. There's a poor cat who asks for no tomatoes and there's tomatoes on his burger. And there's a schnauzer that got a completely different order. Like Otto is fucking up big time. Just too horny. Too horny to to get the order right. So Otto's pretty sure that he's going to get fired, and his boss comes up behind him and taps him with the clipboard and says, Otto, the customer's waiting for you. Confirm his order. And Otto looks back and forth from the customer to the boss, and his boss tells him, come to my office after you're done with this order. And his boss is, like, a whole head higher than him, Mm -hmm. and he's got, like, the clipboard just, like, ready to, like, just, just barely brushing the back of Otto's neck right here. Yeah, oink. This boss is, like, intimidating, mm-hmm. but with a smile. Yeah. Yeah, so Otto's got to come to the boss's office after he finishes this order. He's probably getting a write-up. Dude, even Otto knows. He says shit, and if you guys didn't know, in Spanish, that's mierda. Ooh, Just thought I'd throw that in there. Nice pronunciation. So Otto finishes the order. And he comes back to his boss's office and says, can I come in? His boss invites him in. Such a bottom little kid. Can I come into the room you told me to come to? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't speak bottom. Sorry. Don't worry. I'll, I'll uh, read all the bottom context. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah I, there's like empty spots in the panels. I don't know what any of it says. <laughs> yeah. So, of course, his boss does the leadership thing of like you kind of lead with a question to get the employee to talk which is good but also kind of uh... i know that yeah that's a i want you to tell me you're a fuck up yeah i have a lot of mixed feelings about power dynamics in workplace situations but that's a whole nother story for another day so his boss asked him is there something wrong because clients are complaining about you know all the mess ups whatever's going on needs to stop Like, what's going on with you? And Otto is feeling kind of meek. He's even taken off his hat and he's holding it close to him. And he looks like he's got something to say. I can just imagine this this next sentence is going to come out in that like high pitched otter cry screech. (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. All I can think of is that picture of the otter, the like golem looking one. That's like, that's all that I can think of. The best part is he's holding his hat like an otter would hold a seashell. Okay, that's a, that's a good observation. <laughs> Which, you know, otters hold seashells as like a, a, and they like give them to each other as like a little love thing. So just, you know, it's a subtle little nod to the like animal instinct of this. It's not just an otter for no reason. Like there's, there's clearly like uh, some subtle details here. I, I didn't about. even pick up on that. You're, you're more of a furry than I am, though. Damn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've stolen your fur energy. Here, King, you dropped this. <laughs> Cake, this is a hairball. <laughs> Ew, dude. But, um, I mean, there's another reason why this dude is an otter, and we'll find out pretty soon. We'll talk about that in a little bit. So, of course, Otto's nervous, and he decides to just spit it out that he's in love with his boss. He confesses his feelings to his boss. And his boss is surprised and blushy and it's just like oh my gosh don't joke about that you know doing the cute little like kind of anime cartoony waving hands thing and Otto is super cute he's like but it's true boss and he even closed his eyes you can see his determination he's all scrunched up he's got his little fist and he's like you're the whole reason why I work here wow it's finally out there mm-hmm. yeah what a creeper <laughs> 
We get a flashback to some months ago of Otto coming in in his street clothes and seeing the boss training another employee. And he says, ever since I saw you, I just wanted to be with you, to know you. And to see that cute smile you make every day. Right after the boss is helping train the employee, Otto sneaks up to the counter and asks for an application. (laughs) There's something interesting about this panel. Oh, the the pixelization? (laughs) We see mosaic censoring a lot, but never for uh, a Bark Donald's ordering uh, UI screen. (laughs) I feel really fucked up because, like, I didn't work at McDonald's, but I worked food service, and I think about the shitty UI for the ordering screens, and I'm looking at this, and I'm just, like, having PTSD flashbacks to it. It's like, if none of you are familiar with these little... These are, like, barely... They qual- barely qualify as touch screens. It's like the cheapest of the cheap. And yeah. it's just l- the bland colored icons. They they might put images, but these are just like, here's blue, here's orange. Click on it. It's it's very oppressive. Imagine <laughs> if you could get like a $4 Steam game on a Nintendo DS <laughs> that's like two years Damn. past its prime. That's exactly what's going on with those, those uh, systems. Yeah, so yeah. Me and my 99 cent Steam games. and I got one of them for 66 games and it's, you can tell. That's why it's 66 cents. It's not good. Uh, yeah, Cake's been streaming, uh, was it Femboy Bangers <laughs> yeah. in the Discord server? Which, again, another food related thing. You're going to a restaurant. It's basically a Femboy pub. So come hang out while we play not so good visual yeah. novels. Come join our what? What do you call it? Femboy Fridays. Yeah, Femboy Fridays. I mean, it'll eventually not be Femboy Fridays because I have other visual novels I want to play. But for right now, it's Femboy Friday. <laughs> yeah. Later, it'll be Twink Tuesday. Twink so. Tuesday. Cat Girl Catterday. You know, you never know. Yeah, yeah. So, after telling his boss about, you know, how he's been crushing on him for months. And that's the whole reason why he started working at McDonald's. We see the boss kind of turn away, take a moment to just process all of this. Oh, and it it's somber. It's very somber. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is a moody panel. Dude, I know. His, Otto's career is on the line right now. We have no idea what's going to happen. We should specify the, the artistic style of this, for one, full color, um we already mentioned it's it's fairly like cartoony um it's cell shaded but you can tell this is a dramatic scene because instead of a single cell for the like shading that's not the right terminology but who cares uh it's two shades for shading there's that extra step to just put in the emotion Mm -hmm. so auto tentatively us boss And the boss turns kind of smiling and blushing and saying, like, so you you really like my smile that much? And of course, Otto is blushing and surprised that this interaction has gone better than he was anticipating. So well, in fact, that uh, the boss says, I think I'll extend this talk for a little bit longer and locks the door to the office. Hmm. Get ready. This McChicken's about to get spicy. Whoa. Okay, so contain yourselves. The boss unbuttons his shirt, opens it to reveal his barrel chest and that belly that Otto has wanted on top of him for months now. Okay, and here's my here's one of my biggest problems with furries. No, the nipples. No, we're not talking <laughs> the about fur that goes now. All the way to the nipple. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Judo and Cake have heard me go off about this. If you look at most animals, the fur stops like away from the nipple. It's not like fur areola nipple peak. It's it's fur skin areola nipple peak. Mm-hmm. That's never done in furry stuff. Almost. I will say I I think it's it's definitely a stylistic choice. And I wonder if it's to kind of further separate furries from actual animals because that's um, fair. there is a divide uh, of course in the furry fandom about that but we won't go into that artistically it looks better and it's easier to illustrate yeah. too Dude, milk's just mad because it's two nipples instead of six <laughs> <laughs> or at least three like yeah. you know meet me halfway yeah a phantom nipple <laughs> yeah so of course Otto likes what he sees and he's blushing and we see his jaw drop and there's little 
hearts. It kind of reminds me of like the Charlie Brown hearts, like when they're excited or in love or whatever. And Otto can't contain himself and he glomps onto his boss. And again, we got the swirly eyes and we got steam coming out of his nose. He is hot. And Otto gets to work right away, licking the boss's bar titty and suckling. I think that I've done this podcast long enough that like, I would know the horny scenes are coming up. I forgot this was pornography. (laughs) (laughs) It's so wholesome and pure. So like, I I can understand. But yeah, it it goes from zero to horny. Or do you just have like a lot of experiences with your dough days? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) My boss just yelled at me. He never like yelled uh, with me, if you know what I mean. Wink, wink. (laughs) Wow, 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 wow. Mm Mm-hmm. So yeah, so Otto's going to town on boss's bar titties, and we get a panel of them kissing, and it's really cute. And remember, the boss is really big, so Otto is on the boss's lap, and we can see um, the boss's erection in his pants up against Otto's little otter tush. Yeah, the tail like isn't tight around it, but kind of like framing it. Mm-hmm. As composition goes, it, it helps draw the attention to it, especially because they're black jeans. So to show like the definition between the bulge of the boner and the leg, it really yeah. helps break up the the monotony of it. Also, it's a huge ass dick. So yeah, it's, it's <laughs> that big might draw attention too. <laughs> it's big. Uh, so Otto is just fucking goo goo gaga over the boss in this yeah. situation and his dick. If you looked in his head, Broadway would be dark tonight. <laughs> okay, I need a moment. Um, <laughs> you said Goo Goo Gaga, so I was like, oh yeah, the Goo Goo Dolls. Yeah, that's, I, that was a really deep cut reference, so I need a moment. Um, so the boss, because again, he's huge and Otto's tiny, he lifts Otto up and says, well, how about sucking on something else now? and whips his dick out and mind you it's do you have a problem with the balls is that what you're going to say no i was going to say um (laughs) despite this being like cell shaded uh they did a really good job of doing like a uh gradient color for the like redness of the end of the penis to like the base color yes which um it's pretty hard to pull off uh, the 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 mix of gradients to to cell shaded um, because as far as I've noticed, this is like completely flat color cell shade. There, there's no highlights of a light gradient. They really know what they're doing color wise here, and it shows. Now, yeah. The balls are fine. I okay. love them. <laughs> Would you love having them on your face? Ah, uh, chef kiss. Absolutely not. <laughs> <laughs> do Do you like dragons? Um. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Okay, I need to tell this story for the podcast. Okay. It's 2013. I just got into League of Legends with my roommates. We're sitting there playing. Someone asks TJ, hey, do you like dragons? And he goes, yeah, I love dragons. And they go, then you'll love it when I'm dragging these balls across your face. And we look at each other and we're like... I didn't know this was possible. You, you, neither of you recovered. Stop, he's already dead. Yeah, like we, we weren't like mad or anything. We were blown away by like how smooth that was because we'd never heard those kind of jokes Dude, you before. guys got taken out. Rip, dude. We were never gamers before. Fuck, TJ only played Doofus before that. No one razzes in Doofus. Oh, I'm sorry, Doofus. Deadly's going through a conniption fit that I said that wrong. Dolphus. I can see the comments now. iTunes ratings going down to one star because oh I mispronounced my, my French video games. <laughs> yeah. Isn't Dofus popular with furries, Juno? Honestly, I I think there's yeah, enough of a community for it, but it's not something that like people are constantly clamoring about making fan art for. But it, it's one of those things where I just learned about it because people kept occasionally posting it talking about it all those things so yeah yeah they got the pandas yeah they they got they did pandas before world of warcraft i believe they got uh they're french furries wee wee yeah wee wee anyways back to the furry content um nice gradient on this dick uh it is uncut and of course Otto is happy to 
suck that cock. And he's looking at it like it is a McRib, like the McRib's back. Um, swirly eyes, blushing, sweating. I can't. <laughs> you ass. I was, I was well, gonna say I, like something more like McFlurry related, but I, I guess a McRib, that's cool too. I mean, the McRib, it's always in demand, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, it could be a McFlurry comparison depending on how often it's cleaned out in that foreskin there. <laughs> the, the ice cream machine is broken. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think Mc, McRibs are more available than McFlurries at McDonald's. So we get this really cool panel composition of we see... Bashib standing up in his belly and kind of the the underboob of the bara titties. And it's coming across two panels with the bottom panel being Otto sucking his dick and then the panel above it showing Otto licking the tip. A really cool composition. Um, and Otto's got his little paws wrapped around this huge dick. It's so cute. Boss is really enjoying it, and he puts his hand on Otto's head and says, you're really good at this. And he's really getting into it, about to bust. You can see the realization in Boss's face. Uh, we've got, like, speed lines and, like, the little, like, kind of shock bubble. And he stops Otto and says, wait, I want to fuck you first before coming. And so he puts Otto on the desk. We see uh, the TPS reports, the phone, a manila folder, some pencils. Well, why? These are white pencils with white lead. These are color. These are white color pencils. <laughs> Three of them. He's sorting through his Prisma colors before Otto yeah, came in. They look like a bunch of Apple pencils. Yeah, that's <laughs> what I thought. But there's no tab. <laughs> Three Apple pencils? <laughs> yeah. You make it that good, good McDonald's money. Sorry, Bark Donald's money. <laughs> Got them Bark bucks. Dude, they just—they literally just smash cut like that uniform off. Otto was completely naked now, mind you. This is the first time we yeah. get to see his peen. In his little otter body. He's kind of got a little bit of otter chub. Like I, I like the bodies in this comic a lot. Yeah, so Otto is just like a little chubby to whereas the boss... He has like uh, like a good amount of like chub and fat on his belly, but with his arms and chest, you can see he has a lot of muscle Dude, too. He's, he's buff chub. He's a himbo, if you will. A himbo. To to show two very different like forms of of like chub bodies next to each yeah. other while keeping the distinction is pretty pretty good. Really well done. Yeah, and I was curious while I was reading this um, if. Otto was kind of a nod to like actual otters in the gay community because you know you have like otters, bears. Yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, right, right. I yeah. for forgot that's a thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, but then um, I was talking to Jay about it earlier. He's like, "Well, why didn't they make the bus a bear then?" Because <laughs> you can't have bear Donalds. That doesn't work. Yeah, Bark Donalds is cuter, and also it's Gab Sheba, so it's got to be a Sheba. But the thing that I would argue. Now, and, you know, maybe I'm just splitting hairs here, but it's like the character I assumed, I assume was a sheeb. But is it fair? Can we agree that it's an Akita with the, the size of this man? Okay. You know what? I will I will agree with you on that because Akitas are basically big sheeps, which, oh, 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 Akitas were bred to hunt bears. So if you have a bear dog, this is a bear dog. Okay, wow, we're good. Okay. It's been settled. Mm-hmm. Bear, bears and otters. I did that thing where... I blanked out because people were talking about dogs. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. This only happens when you talk to your furry friends. Mm -hmm. It got cut from last episode, but Cake and Aurora started talking about dogs and I just zoned out. Yeah. <laughs> Literally couldn't care less. <laughs> so, yeah, they're getting ready to go. Uh, Otto's in the prime position to get plowed by the boss. Oh, did we mention they're very human penises with testicles that are covered in fur like it's it's not animalized anthro yeah. at all Just yeah human it's, dick. yeah it's not like your standard kind of bad dragon fantasy dick it's mm -hmm. which i feel like being a furry that doesn't like any anthro dick is tricky because that's not something tags and the first few pages aren't going to show that typically. A yeah. lot of furry content's really good about working into it, from my experience. I don't yes. seek furry content out, but that's what I've seen. Um, so I imagine like there's been plenty of scenario where someone's getting into something and then they get to the nudie parts and it's not the anthro they like. And I feel like 
furry is one of those things that can have very several steps of anthro that is very yeah. important to a person. Yeah. And I think some of it might be like if you follow a certain artist, then you know what to expect. Yeah. And like, I think sometimes people just aren't bothered by it because I feel like it's the same with regular hentai, too, in terms of like sometimes you're going to see art styles or dicks or body parts drawn in a way that you're like, uh, that's not my cup of tea, but I'm going to muster through and fap anyway because I'm already here. Oh, mustard. Um, I see what you did there. Yeah. Because this is food. Put some mustard on it. It <laughs> don't cost extra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I was also going to say, too, you don't have to seek out furry content because we bring it to you like yeah. a cat brings a dead bird to your doorstep. So. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, Boss uh, is knocking at Otto's pert little butthole. We see the, the head of the dick up against it and he penetrates. And um, Otto's experiencing a little bit of discomfort. We also see Otto's beans. Mm-hmm. Very cute. <laughs> yeah. Toe beans to be exact. Dude, okay, he's exclaiming, fuck! But what that the Spanish translation, they put PTM. What what could that mean? Okay, hold on. Hold on. Ah okay, I had a feeling. So puta madre. I knew it. I knew it was something along that. I could almost I hear it. Feeling. I could almost hear it. <laughs> PTM. Okay, now we know. Nice. Not bad. Okay. Um, I really like this angle, too, of the boss. Of, like, it's, like, looking down from the top of his chest. And you see his belly and the tops of his thick thighs. It's very good. It's a good angle. Yeah, a nice POV shot from the boss. Pretty cool. Mm -hmm. He's the boss dog. Yeah. The alpha, if you will. <laughs> I, I don't know if you, you're the kind of person that's allowed to talk about what that. What is no? it? Alpha, alpha, sigmas. <laughs> <laughs> but again, boss is big, auto small. The boss lifts Otto up and is kind of hoisting him on top of his dick. Um, Otto's got his arms wrapped around the boss's neck, and they are having a good time. Otto's getting close to bus. And he finally does, and we see the spurt of come coming up between the two. And I think we should mention that that was that was hands free right there. That was all, all the the stimulation to to Otter's Aussie. Yeah, this was a butt gasm alone. Yeah, well, I mean, his dick was rubbing up against the boss's belly, and he's wanted that belly on top of him. Okay, for a while. that's a good observation. So You're that right. Been enough. You're right. And that fur's got texture. Mm-hmm. So Otto feels a little self-conscious and says, uh, sorry for finishing first. And we see the mess he's made. It's not only on the boss's chest, but it's like all over his face, too. And it's thick. Yeah. Globular. Yes. Oh, uh, it's probably going to like get it stuck in his fur. Ugh. Yeah, good luck cleaning That's that up. That's a health violation. Um but the boss says, you know, it's okay, like, you're super cute when you come, so let me finish, too. And he leans back on top of Otto on the desk, and we get an x-ray shot, a color x-ray shot, of um, the boss's dick inside of Otto's booty. Science hasn't even caught up to this yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, does the White House know we have this technology? Incredible. <laughs> color x-rays? What yeah. are the furries hiding? <laughs> I want my best men on this. It's so good. I can see national security and like, give me pictures. I want pictures of that asshole (laughs) in color. And we see Otto in the throes of passion of being fucked by the boss. We see a speech bubble that says Otto. Did you just say in the furs of passion? Throes of passion. I'm committed to bits, but I'm not that corny. Uh, Milk, stop interrupting. I have thought about how it'd be funny to start, say, every pony, just like all the Mm. time. But I feel like it's going to be one of those things where I'm going to forget how to turn it off and I don't want to. Yeah. High high hoof. (laughs) Clopping. Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get we'll cover something from that for another day. Um, Anyway, turns out this was all just a, a daydream of Otto's. Because we see Otto getting bonked on the head with a clipboard by the boss. And the boss asks, you know, were you even listening to me? 
What I like about this is that means he not only daydreamed about himself finishing, he had the empathy to daydream about the other person <laughs> finishing too. <laughs> that's a level of daydreaming that that's very caring. Yeah, and it's so good too because they're in the boss's office. So he came in for the talk, like that was real. And just this whole time while the boss was lecturing, him, yeah. he just <laughs> astral projected to this fucking steamy sex scene happening. And so to avoid all these fuck ups, boss lets Otto know that he's being switched to just being a cleaner now. He's on custodial duty. And Otto's a little upset by that. But I honestly think that might be a better part of the job than having to like deal with actual customers. So I hated cleaning because the problem is, is it's not hard and very long of a task to clean, but they want you to constantly do something. And so I had a manager just tell me, be like, eh, just kind of pretend to be cleaning if everything's already clean. Just keep at it. I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> That's not productive. I I always min-max every job I'm at. I find the optimal per, like productivity to everything. I take pride in any job I, I do. I couldn't stand it because I just couldn't do more. I'm just you know, like, I... Look, you gotta understand. If you have time to lean, you have time to clean. Don't yeah, ever forget was that. So clean. Yeah, I hated that slogan. Me too. Just time to lean, time to clean, and FIFO. First one in, first one out. The real ones know. So Otto looks kind of forlorn about his cleaning job. We see him standing there with the broom, like an outside broom, too, not an inside broom at all. Um, he says, you know, despite all the trouble I've caused, the fact that I'm here is still probably a sign. And he looks over at the boss and the boss notices Otto looking at him and the boss smiles back and gives him a thumbs up. And Otto says, one day I'll confess my love to him. Bravo, bravo. And, you know, that guy, that's that's one of the most genuine smiles you're going to ever see in a furry comic. But I kind of like that, that even though some disciplinary action had to be you know taken he still it, it looks like he's still on good terms with Otto. he still sees the potential yeah he, lo he looks like a good guy i like him he looks like he'd honor your time off request yeah yeah and i'm also impressed that mcdonald's i'm sorry bark donald's has the budget to give one manager an entire office that we didn't have that at there's a big yeah, office yeah and you can also lock the door what <laughs> What a treat. So my manager had an office, but it was it was like a closet. It's very yeah. right, thin. right, right. They did have a lock on there, though. Oh, just the, the scheduling time like off thing you said. When I quit McDonald's, I had to quit per manager because I kept getting calls to come in. And like I gave them my schedule via text, email. Yeah handwritten and it was on my application so four different times right. they would only call in after i quit to have me come in while i was at school <laughs> wow okay <laughs> that, that sounds that about was right still after quitting three times <laughs> so i don't know about y'all but i'm still hungry same so same. i think we're gonna we're gonna move on from bark donald's to hick donald's um, and we're going to be getting into another fast food furry related anti called Hickdonald's Service with a Smile by Kaput Otter. Um, and our tags are anal, furry, muscle, yaoi. It's another uh, gay furry comic. So let's get into it. This definitely has a more classic comic feel. Uh, Definitely. Black and white and an older style to it a little bit or older influenced. It's older. Um, this is from uh, 2006. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Been a minute. Yeah. Um, so we open. It's nighttime at McDonald's, the late shift. We see the outside of the building. Um, instead of the golden arches, it's an H. <laughs> um, and we see our... Um, cat boy cashier leaning he has time to lean and uh his doberman boss is not happy with that oh is this kathy the kitty or some no. bullshit like that <laughs> no Let's find his out. name is his name is actually kaput 
after the uh, the artist for this comic. So, are you sure it's not Lucas? Oh yeah, it is Lucas. <laughs> okay, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, someone fucked this up then in the newspaper. How embarrassing. Um, there was a write-up on this comic. Okay. <laughs> um, this is produced by someone that uh, released it in a zine or like a um, compilation that came out at Anthrocon in 2006. And it was written about in the Pittsburgh City paper. Wow. Okay. And the description by the author or, or by the, the writer of this little write-up said, A panther named Kaput encounters two randy men on his break at McDonald's. So there's your, your description. But yeah, the cat's name is Lucas. So. Oh, I don't even go here and I'm like <laughs> spotting out errors in the Wikipedia. Dude, well, we don't know. We don't know. Maybe it's Lucas Kaput. We don't know that. Oh, yeah. 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 The surname. Yeah. But anyways, Doberman boss is not happy with Lucas the cat because he's leaning and wishing that he had just gone to Kitty University instead of taking a gap year. And boss barks at him, very terrifying dog face, and says, make yourself useful and go make some fries. Otherwise, you're going to have to clean the grease traps. Yeah, I can already tell that this experience in this comic is it resonates more <laughs> with me than what happened in the previous one. <laughs> Just thought I'd throw that out there. Yeah, uh, Lucas is upset. He kind of glares out the corner of his eye and says, hard ass, I'm going to quit after my next paycheck. Like, yeah, fast fast food ain't worth it. <laughs> so Lucas hears somebody come in as he's tending to the fries. He's like, shit. You know, I know I knew someone was going to come in just as I started making fries. So he turns around, turns on his best customer service face with his best customer service voice. Says, Sorry to keep you waiting. I was making fresh fries for you. Can I take your... And he sees two burly Barra big cats standing at the counter. Just so ripped. They're they're shredded. It's a tiger and a leopard. Shredded like a cat tree. The, the clothing yeah. is, it, you know, these are just like tank tops, muscle shirts. Doesn't matter what you want to call mm -hmm. them, but they're like skin tight. It's like they're wearing nothing at all. Nothing at all. Okay, Milk. You're right. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> But yeah, these these cats are cruising. Not for fries, not for McRibs. They're cruising for something else. And mm. Tiger says, I like that proposition. Not too shy, huh? And we find out the tiger's name is Gage. And his leopard friend is like, I just think you're reading too much into it. That's like the customer service spiel. And Lucas is shook by these two big, burly, big cat men. And Gage the tiger kind of thinks, and then he <laughs> fucking looms over Lucas the cat and asks, hey, kid, you take your break yet? And Lucas says, no, he's he's about halfway through his shift, so he's about ready for a break. <laughs> and the leopard dude fucking sits his ass up on the counter, <laughs> health ass. violation, his dump truck ass. And looks over his shoulder all smug like it says the parking lot's pretty empty. Want to go for a smoke break out back? So Lucas is going to go out back. Very enthusiastic. Okay. Yeah, that's like, he's so happy. <laughs> like when someone opens up a can of Friskies, like that's the expression <laughs> on his face. Yeah, and I think we should mention there's there's another uh, size difference thing going on. One of these panels, mm -hmm. Lucas is like a, the quarter a quarter size of the uh, tiger and leopard guy. These are big boys. That's what domestication does to you. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Chad wild cat and the virgin house cat. So we moved outside behind McDonald's and um, Lucas says this is where it's the quietest between the shrubs and the generator, which the generator's not going to be quiet at all. Like, let's be real here. And Lucas says, like, I hope you guys don't mind if I'm kind of shy. And he kind of pauses because he sees <laughs> he's the such big a cats. He's such a bottom. It takes two panels for him to say. <laughs> yeah, one sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable content. Yeah. Um, 
y'all pull your shit together get your sentences out in one panel you know you don't don't be a lucas yeah, taking up too much real estate on the panel come on milk you say that but you're a bottom bitch too <laughs> i get everything out in one panel though <laughs> i'm a bottom bum a fast talker baby <laughs> <laughs> So Lucas stops because these big cats are undressing and the leopard guy says cock smoking break, right? What? I, I hate this because like he has to reconfirm like, like, oh, by the way, this is about dicks. It's consent. Consent is always sexy milk. I guess I just I don't know. This sentence of it just it's so corny. It's really corny, but it's it's beautiful. So, of course... Our leopard guy unzips and we get to see his very fat, thick dick poking out and Lucas is pleased. It's like the size of Lucas's head. It's literally the size, (laughs) like even the the girth or the width of it. It's literally Lucas's head. As we turn the page, I like the top of this because it's um, it's like a palindrome of pornography (laughs) because it's three panels and equal size of Lucas rubbing his head like against the penis then licking it and then like kind of kissing rubbing it but it would be so easy to read this either way you know yeah symmetry and like he's he's doing that cat shit of like rubbing his head against it so you can imagine he's like getting (laughs) a little purr and well you get the onomatopoeia rasp from the rough tongue against yeah which just just wait um this i'd say like the the dicks in this comic are a bit more like fantastical just in their size it's not really like more animalistic but there are some qualities to these cats that are a little bit more cat-like that's very true for the tiger. The leopard has a little bit of a spikiness to the head, just slightly, but it's still fairly humanoid. Just, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> Lucas is going down on the tiger. And the tiger says, mm, what a good kitten. Here, let me take off that silly visor. Because, yeah, like, fuck fast food visors. That shit look whack. And we can see a little bit of rasp on Lucas's tongue. And while this is going on, <laughs> our leopard dude is watching and stroking his cock and saying, hot. So dumb. <laughs> yeah, he's it's just re- in the it's... back. Hot. And it, it, they wrote fap, fap, fap. Sometimes I forget that <laughs> just that, that term fap has been around for so long. Like this is like proof. Here's a relic of it being used in this ancient ass furry comic. Yeah, I've, <laughs> I've seen it in hieroglyphics, <laughs> you know. <laughs> Like, like, uh, the, uh, what's his name? The dark Yugi shadow realm. He says it like it's been around forever. You mean Yami oh Yugi? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we see, we see Lucas look from the tiger cock to the leopard talk cock. Sorry. I can't even, I can't even talk right now. I'm just having a moment. We see him look from the tiger cock to the leopard cock, like kind of like disoriented. <laughs> And he's like, ooh, another. <laughs> okay, this is like bottom, bottom of the barrel, bottom over here. <laughs> and the leopard guy looks down at him and says, yeah, me too. <laughs> and uh, Lucas obliges while he's giving a handjob to the tiger. And uh, he starts fondling leopard dude's balls, like doing like some fruit appraisal, like when you squeeze peaches at the farmer's market. He does this interesting thing where he takes the base of the penis where the fur is and uses that like extra skin there to make a sleeve around like the penis it's the the first skin the the first skin i think that's the proper term for it i i don't know i mean there's some inconsistencies in the way that this is drawn but that's fine (laughs) it's okay it's fine but it's just for one panel and then it goes back to the other way like it's just there to show off for a moment <laughs> i guess i i don't know but anyways we get a nice panel of lucas um arms outstretched between the two guys and he's like oh gosh you're so you're both so hot and then consent is king he turns to gage and says gage may i taste you sexy uh, just just the way with his like arms out and his smile he looks like he's in a music video that's raining 
Um, so of course Gage is cool with it and tells him to be his guest, and we see Lucas try to um, fully take Gage's cock in his mouth, and it's just, it's too big. It's like trying to shove a two-liter into your mouth. Like, it's not gonna happen. It won't? Can you? <laughs> Anyways, uh, <laughs> we, we, get- we, we see Lucas pull out his little penis. His little kitty cat peen. Um, and we see him pull out his dick while we get a nice behind shot of um, Gage's thick, pert tiger cheeks and the dangle of his balls from behind. Got a nice striped, you know, tiger booty. Um, and he's he's growling because they're great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he's going to frost <laughs> some flakes. We know and, it. Yep. So we turn the page and we see Gage frosting Lucas's flakes as he just like super soaks poor Lucas with a huge blast of cum and a because he's a tough tiger. <laughs> Oh man, this this comic is just the artist. You know, it's not drawn well, but I feel like they're very ambitious with what they were trying to communicate. And it's it's old, um. So like, I think we gotta give a little bit of like grace for that. But yeah, it's it's something. Um. So Gage is thoroughly satisfied, and our leopard guy asks Lucas if uh he's ready for round two and we see lucas smile with spittle and cum all over his face saying yeah i think i'm ready he literally says he thanks because they complimented him on his blowjob skills and he goes yeah i'm ready <laughs> let's just take these off <laughs> and <laughs> our leopard dude says as he's like kind of running his finger along Lucas's chin, like, well, unfortunately, we didn't bring any lube along, but oh it's my. like, you're cruising. Why don't you have lube? Like, I don't understand. That's what um, they're into. They want it lubeless. Ugh. My butthole hurts just thinking about it. Uh, but our leopard dude says, it looks like Gage might have blazed a trail for us with his cum. <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Come off the side of Lucas's little cat cheek. Gage might have blazed a trail for us with his cum. Mm-hmm. Lucas over here. Oh yeah, nice. Loop my ass with his load. <laughs> and we see like the little cat, the star, the asterisk petal. And um look at the leopards like that's the idea. <laughs> Get a very like close-up three panels of this leopard's finger, like stretching the loop, testing the vis or stretching not even the loop, the cum that they're using as lube, stretching the viscosity of it between his fingers, and then using it to glaze the butthole and sticking his finger in. It's so lumpy. It's like that feta cheese cum, you know. Oh. <laughs> like some oh, wet, man. like extra wet cottage cheese. Yeah. I know. It got a bit of that froth to it. You know what I mean? And Lucas is very hot and bothered. He's like, fuck, I can't stand it anymore. Put it in me. And again, Lucas is tiny. So Leopard Dude just lifts him up with one arm and puts him on his lap on top of his cock. And Lucas is having a great time riding Leopard Dude's cock. Yeah. If you're into this, this page is probably pretty great because it's a lot of different panels overlapping each other to show like the the moaning the light light nibbling you know the the intercourse the biting is actually really good like i i like that panel a lot um and we see <laughs> gage's rough tiger tongue uh licking lucas from the balls to the shaft to the tip while uh our leopard guy fucks his ass engage says you're just in the right position and one good turn deserves another gosh <laughs> <laughs> did you also know that a lannister always repays his debts yeah. like this is like game of thrones writing like it's it's something oh <laughs> It's like if the Game of Thrones was like written as like a grease play. I don't know. Just <laughs> So we get a really good full panel page of um 
Lucas being ravaged by the leopard and the tiger and some grunting and licking and uh, notice on the leopard's forearm that there's a group of spots that kind of look like a paw print. I thought that was cute. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Man, I mean, Lucas is just getting railed. He's getting his balls licked. And I love the dialogue that they gave him. Ah, yeah, fuck. Ah, fuck. <laughs> You've never said that before. Don't yeah. lie. Yeah, I say I say that when <laughs> when the Totino's pizza rolls are done. When you take a bite and they're just too hot still. <laughs> it's like it tastes good, but ah. I do like um as we move on to the next page, we get more of a close-up of, like, the art. Like, it almost reminds me of, like, kind of, like, watercolor or, like, ink style. Like, really, like, soft kind of bleeding lines. Like, I I like the, like, quality of how everything's shaded and how it's drawn. I think it looks nice. It does have a very newspaper kind of feel to it. Yeah. And that might have been, like, maybe more of the, like, indie kind of print influence. Yeah. Of when this came out and how it was released. I can't imagine this is digital. This looks like traditional scanned and reprinted. And yeah, if it came out around 2006, then like that tracks because um, I always think about like kind of shift and furry art. Like at that time, of course, people had Photoshop and like would do digital art, but it wasn't as accessible Mm-hmm. For a lot of people, it's much more accessible now because, like, you don't even have to use Photoshop. You can use other programs. Well, the tablet pens are the biggest part of being more yeah. accessible. You know, they're like 30 to $50 for your super cheap ones, but then a good one's like $70. So, yeah. you know, you're still under a hundred mark to get something pretty dang solid. Yeah. So Lucas Bus. And uh, our tiger guy kind of chuckles to himself. And we get a really cool two-page spread of uh, Lucas bussing, legs spread. <laughs> legs spread, belly bulged. Yeah, it's uh, how I look when uh, Rain on Me by Lady Gaga and Ariana Grande comes on at the club. Like, just really excited. Juno, can you read this line that Lucas has here? You <laughs> He's like, ah, coming, I'm coming, fuck. How many fucks do you gotta throw out there, dude? Hey, the the horny thesaurus gets us all. Mm-hmm. Some of us more than others. What what is I actually didn't get that. What does that mean? What do you mean by that? Well, that like when you're in the throes of passion, like you say weird, stupid shit that you might think about after the fact to be like, oh yeah, that's kind of cringe, or like, why did I say that? You never do that? Oh yeah, when I'm in when I'm post nut, like I think about all the stupid stuff I was thinking. I was like, "Whoa, dude, I'm I've got a problem." <laughs> <laughs> you want to talk about it later? Nah, it's okay. I have my own demons to face. <laughs> so we cut to after these throws of passion and uh, Tiger got a milkshake and a leopard dude got some fries finally and we see lucas saying goodbye and uh he thinks himself juno do you want to read this please read this okay for starters you know our our boys i mean at the end of the day they helped him with his break but they were still customers so they, they probably got like a milkshake or something they got some fries you know this is like this is what you do when you're post nut Fair enough. And he's like... They got the BTS meal. Yeah, they got the, the new BTS meal. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't wait to see their, their Yelp review on it. And then, yeah, Lucas, bye guys, thanks for coming. But then in his head, he's like, wow, I don't get another check for two weeks, but I feel like I just got paid. Just got paid <laughs> oh, Friday man. night, party's bumping, and I feel all right. I think that's how that goes. Um... And, uh, of course, because they're fucking, he was gone for a while and his boss yells at him for being gone for so long and to stop being fucking lazy. And Lucas realizes that he's a stinky cat after that, uh, post-coital shit and that he's got to make another batch of fries to get that stink off of him before the boss notices. Yeah, just the, the, the odor, the stench of those fries are more than <laughs> enough to get those stinky cum stains. Oh, I'm sorry, the cum odor off of you. Enjoy. 
now I want to put that to the test, like what smell is more overpowering, the scent of like cum or the scent of French fries? <laughs> well, luckily there's a McDonald's around every corner. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks um for uh, coming and getting a little treat with me, friends. I think I have food poisoning. You think it's E. coli or salmonella? Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm I'm just I'm leaving a bad Yelp review. Do I wonder if Lucas washed his hands before he got back to work? Maybe not. It's fine. Probably not. He's working graveyard. They never wash their hands. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's why it hits different, different flavor. Oh, I just want to throw in though. I, I since I worked at McDonald's, unfortunately, all everything that we've covered, it never happened to me. <laughs> I was just treated like <laughs> shit. You never got some hunky fellas to help with your your breaks. Yeah, unfortunately not. You didn't get a walk in afternoon delight. Yeah, yeah. All all I did was clean the bathrooms, and mop. It's fine. But hey, let's not let's not leave on a negative note. It's Pride Month. I hope you guys got your fill. And and keep in mind, this was I want to say the last comic was lunch and then this was dinner. But who knows? Maybe we've got fourth meal coming up. So stay tuned. Get on Tinder and find a fourth meal. <laughs> but for the rest of y'all, good luck on your erotic endeavors. And the ice cream machine is still broken. So stop asking. <laughs> Wait, wait. Best McFlurry. Uh, uh, I gotta go with Oreo. You can't go wrong with Oreo. Yeah, Come Oreo. On. Oh, are you gonna say a Rolo? Yeah. Or Kit Kat. How did or I mini know? M&Ms? How did I know? Mini M and M's. No. That's what? that feels too plain. I forgot this was pornography. <laughs> <laughs>